Train up a child in the way he should go. Proverbs 22, 6. What's a homepage? Very good, little Christian soldier. And you should never see homepages. You see, the internet was a blessing from the Lord Jesus to spread the word of God throughout the world. But pedophiles and Muslims stole it and used its holy power to seduce children like yourself and Yeah! Wow. Not get out, get saved. Hello, everybody. Hey, everybody. Go on. This is the Court of Fools podcast, and today we've got plenty of fooling and plenty of courting to do. Ooh. That makes no sense, but I'm Greg. <laughs> and I'm Patrick. And, <laughs> Good to be back. And that chuckle was sweet, sweet Patrick. And today we will be talking about some fun anime stuff that we looked yeah. at, some video game stuff that we continued to look at. So... Mm. Let's begin. We're losers with nothing better to do, so all we do is watch anime and play video games, and then talk about them. Yeah, uh, and perhaps someone will hear them. So, mm-hmm. whatever. Out in the ether. Yeah. Um. This podcast, uh, we just kind of recommend stuff to each other that we normally wouldn't watch. Um, even if we don't want to watch it, we watch it anyways based on each other's recommendation. So, uh, this week some of that happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. What do you want to get down to first? Uh, you know what? Let me start with, uh, the blue gender, honestly, because, uh, that, this'll be a nice little bow to wrap up. Okay. Uh, our previous two, three podcasts where we were talking about these, uh, two shows. Yeah, we've been talking about it for a while and, now. um, so to wrap it up, I finally finished, I went back and watched another four, five episodes of blue gender, mm-hmm. I think. Um... So, in case anybody out there hadn't listened, or this is the first podcast you're getting to, it's a show about Mecha in a post-apocalyptic world with weird bug, Geiger-esque designs that are overrunning the world, and this show is about a journey to escape the planet so far, from my understanding, and uh, you're learning, you're taking it from the viewpoint of someone who's been awake and also someone who's been asleep during most of that time. So, to get it kicked off, I continued from episode four, watched episodes five and five through eight. So another four episode blitz. And uh, Patrick, I have to say, uh-huh. it's a gem. It's a hidden okay. gem. It's a gem that got lost in the fold of of everything that was out during that time with it which would be you had the gundams out at that time you had the triguns out at that time you had all these other sources the dbz's yeah uh it just got lost in the fold well i mean a lot of people in america got caught on and turned on to uh anime through stuff like toonami that would dub shows and get an american audience mm-hmm. into the medium and uh i'm not sure when or how widespread the blue gender dub was but... I don't think it got spread very far. I think it did appear on Toonami for a bit, but I don't think it caught on like some of the other stuff they were broadcasting yeah, at the definitely time. Definitely not like Cowboy Bebop or DBZ. If it was late, to, if it was late nineties, that's when the Naruto uh, phase started to kick in too. So, same issue mm-hmm. there. It's it's not one of those gateway shows that you find. There's there's certain no thresholds. I like to believe of uh, people right. or, or stages rather for like people that are into anime. You definitely start with your big threes of, of shonen. You start with uh, some Ghibli movies. And then there's a, another threshold after that where you start getting into, like, let's say, uh, I don't remember what it's called, that uh, Halloween anime. Mm. I'm trying to think of the name. Mm-hmm. 
hold on a second. I can't think of the name for uh... you. On a side note, while he thinks about that, the first anime I ever saw was Totoro. Okay. Uh, Soul Eater. There we go. Soul Eater, another great gateway show that people get into. Uh, kind of like Fullmetal Alchemist would be like the next step into that fandom phase. And then slowly you start sloping down there. What's that? The second anime I ever saw was Trigun. Well, for me, I grew up watching maybe when I was like five or six, uh, getting up early in the morning for school and watching uh, Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon would be the third anime yeah, I ever saw. I loved Sailor Moon so much. Um, I remember staying up it's way past good. my bedtime that I wasn't allowed to, watching the seizure version of Toonami DBZ. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, flashing yeah. lights. Um, fond um, memories with that. But, but there's a certain point to like anime fandom to where you start seeking out the stuff that isn't so mainstream. You mm-hmm. you start getting more towards the the weird artsy stuff, and that's what I'm really trying to like get down to and try to expose people to, not just the everyday run of the mill popular stuff. It's that's something I'm I'm something I, I believe in a lot is trying to expand people's horizons. So, but anyway, anyways, blue, uh, gender. blue gender. Also, if anyone is listening, Patrick loves the more artsy kind of stuff. I'm a good fan of something that's really good, but it doesn't have to be always artsy. That's mm-hmm. the th- well, notoriously, you usually like uh, a certain type of uh, uh, mine style. My style. You, you like your mecha. My style very much incorporates, if it has nice art and music, you can sell me on a show, mm-hmm. which I'll be talking about later. But currently, Blue Gender, back on topic. It continues to be good. It's a good journey series. You learn more about Marlene, who is the co-lead uh, to our Yuji. And uh, Yuji is continuing to grow. Uh, it's a weird dynamic because you usually have the main character who's like the Mary Sue that can do just about every cool thing. And uh, your secondary main character is usually like the damsel in distress. And in a weird mm-hmm. way, there's a, the show plays very much to a physically, physically, Yuji, the main character, is the damsel in distress. And Marlene like is me. the physical Mary Sue. But mentally, well, she's the white knight. But mentally and emotionally, as the show is going on, you can see that Yuji is the Mary Sue of emotions and understanding that people are more than just what they are. And uh, and Marlene is slowly becoming the damsel in distress because she's never really touched into her own emotions. It's mm-hmm. What I might predict out of the show later on is that that, di- that dynamic might be flipped just to show growth in yes. Yuji. But that's just a trope. I, I think that might happen, but I also don't think. I think there's going to be a balancing out from what I can tell of the series so far. Uh, the other thing is you get introduced to a third character uh, that um, is really fun. He's a uh, older gentleman that uh, plays to both Marlene and Yuji. I think he's a really cool add-on character. And um, Okay, good. The bugs continue to evolve to show that their weak spots are being hidden yes i remember discussing that last time and i was interested to see their designs continue to be interesting and different 
and um, then you run into more world building of uh, different groups of people, not just the people. Well, since they're all considered dead anyways, uh, there's also groups of like abandoned soldiers that have abandoned their post in a way. And mm-hmm. you also run into people who are actually finding a very fruitful life out in the uh, wilds. Oh, so they're just surviving with the blues. Yeah, it's really interesting. Like I said, I don't want to give too much away because I actually think it would be worthwhile if you did go back to it. This is not a darker than black where you're like, oh, this is just kind of man. Like, I almost didn't want to stop watching just because it was like, wow, this is really satisfying. I'm really enjoying everything here. And uh, what you get out of the show seems to be just a really solid uh eight if not nine out of the show from what i'm seeing so far okay i went ahead and read some reviews and some people were saying that it kind of falls apart on mal but then you get people saying that it's like a hidden gem yeah i um i like to come to my own conclusions i I think some people i think it's always better to just experience for yourself even if the roller coaster doesn't end the way you want it to maybe it gets worse past Mm -hmm. that part but so far uh really good i i maybe some people Maybe uh, Yuji doesn't ever meet the potential that you think he's going to meet. Maybe people wanted him to become this ultimate badass, but that's just not who he is, and I'd be perfectly happy with that if he doesn't become that. Uh, Same with Marlene, where if Marlene doesn't become this, like, uh, emotional dealing person, no, that's just not who she is. She's cold and calculating. That's just the character. But does Yuji ever get it in with Marlene? I will <laughs> let you see that for yourself if you so choose. But um, wow, eight episodes in. My there's man. also a lot of this kind of. There's also a lot of that kind of talk throughout the episodes that uh kind of is like a growth for both characters, and kind okay. of like a discussion. I'm I'm happy that uh, a third character was introduced because it definitely seemed like there should have been a third strong character. So far, uh, he seems really strong. Not that Joey and uh, the older officer weren't good, but they weren't like as developed as Yuji uh, and Marlene. And you really feel like you needed a third team member. There's still some of that cringe from time to time, but I think that's just, you know, with age that things have changed. But there's also like... The world building is some of the best world building that I've seen in a while. And it's just because they, they uh, for some odd reason, late to, late 90s uh, manga writers, since it was the Wild West, they just knew how to build a world, and they weren't following a formula. 90s anime is so insane and so inspired. Everyone was just doing anything that they and wanted to do. sometimes it's trash, and sometimes it's just fantastic, and I think this falls into a, you know, an upper-tier anime that just and manga that just got lost i feel like compared to today's ratio to quality versus garbage um the 90s was definitely more consistent quality i i agree today's standards um i'm just curious about something because i was just thinking about Mm -hmm. this i meant to look this up earlier please excuse the typing yeah so blue gender did come after neon genesis evangelion and um I wouldn't go so far to compare the two, though, would you? Uh, no, but you can the see... The suits, maybe. But you can see, inf- you can see uh, the way they designed the world. There's some... Um, there is some kinship to one another, basically. You can see where okay. some inspirations were pulled, where I think this uh, manga writer knew what he wanted to say, rather than a 
uh, more personal cry for help that Evangelion is. Yeah, Evangelion is a lot of things. There's a reason why there's so many analysis videos of it, and it's there's a lot of uh, controversy over it and why it's still talked about today. But I feel like this, uh, like, Blue Gender is definitely, like, a fusion of Evangelion with a little bit of a fusion of, like, Gundam. It it, it, yeah. it takes some stuff from all those and puts a interesting kind of voice to it, is what I'll say, is, is why okay. I appreciate it. This is 24 episodes, right? I believe so. And, you know, I'm a third of the way in, and I'm enjoying it. Yeah, has a lot of potential. I I wish I had the time to watch the rest of it. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll just like one day be like, you know what? I got to sit down and just bang all this out. Yeah, I'm definitely going to probably just during this upcoming uh, Thanksgiving break, probably hammer that out. Um, But that's pretty much all I have. I just say like if anyone's interested, I'd say just keep trucking along. I think it's a worthwhile series. But speaking of something else that I'm going to be banging out pretty soon uh, with uh, Mm -hmm. just how interested I am in it. Land of the Lustrous. Land of the Lustrous. Lustrous. Land of the Lustrous. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Hoseki no Kuni. It is the... It is definitely... uh, It's something else. I usually hate CG. I usually hate CG. I think the CG is done very tastefully. Um, the music and the intro are probably one of my favorites that I've listened oh my God. to in a it's very long well time. In a yeah. long time. I'm not even talking just about the art. I'm just talking about the music choice for the show. It's just mm-hmm. perfect. I, I mean, it, it just, it's it to me. And the main character is just that bit of dull and goofy that it doesn't yes. get annoying. And it's just good. It's, they seem real. Mm-hmm. It, everybody seems kind of is, like a real character, except for a yeah, few people. sort of whimsical, too. Who are tropey. Yes, a very whimsical feel. There are tropey mm-hmm. characters, but it's a very, like, lighthearted. And there's so many little mysteries that you want to know about while you're watching it that um, I'm definitely finishing this series. It's uh, it's It was definitely a very strong recommendation. I like it so far. I don't know where it's really going to stand, but if you get me something that looks good and you have great music, it instantly starts to climb the charts for me. It's uh, I respond to music super highly, and if your music is kind of trash, that's what kind of hurt me in my opinion of Darker Than uh, Black, was the music wasn't very good, that uh, it, it, uh, it makes a huge difference. I mean, to compare the two, the characters don't even... You, oh, you yeah. You can't make the comparison. Oh, I, I, mean, I agree. The world is so fresh. It's not like, oh, superpowers, oh, spies. Mm-hmm. No, like everything. There's, there's nothing you can really compare it to. Like we made the Steven Universe comparison last time. How would you compare it this time now that you've seen a few episodes? I still agree with what my original assessment was from hearing it and okay. looking at it. I think Rebecca Sugar, uh, I'm not saying Rebecca Sugar stole the idea, but it is definitely uh, Steven Universe, uh, if not a direct uh, inspiration from Land of Lustrous. It is a, it is one of those freak phenomenon where two people have a very similar thought at the same time and come to similar type of uh, conclusions. Uh, the main character yeah. is Steven Universe, basically. Um, okay, how, how far did you get? I'm just curious. Like, three episodes? No, I, episode? I went five episodes deep. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. so you went in. Yeah. 
I, okay. and I'm gonna um, still keep watching, and I still feel that way watching it. It's very Steven Universe. Uh, Steven Universe is just yeah. so child is just more childish. Um, but once you get into the meat of Steven Universe, you see the adult themes. This just has a lot more adult yes. themes to it. it. That's the difference. It's I mean, I feel like Rebecca Sugar watched it and said, you know what? I have an idea for something of a very similar sort. It, it's just it's just almost the same they feed the same way too <laughs> off of light yeah stuff. i mean yeah. it's there's just too many things that are just way there's too similar there's a lot similar. of similarities man there's a lot that's why i maybe say she read it i i don't think that she stole the idea i just think that she put mm. her own spin to it after if if she saw it that's what she did she put her own spin to it because she saw something else she could do with it i wish i knew when the original pilot for steven universe came out um, in the pilot, all the characters look very different. They look a lot more SJW spinned. Uh, I don't know. That may- maybe they came out around the same time, and there it is just a giant. Yeah, huge it, it's one of those things where that happens. Um, when did the pilot of Steven Universe air? May twenty first, twenty thirteen, and uh, Land of the Lustrous. And I think Land of the Lustrous is twenty twelve. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um. Land of the Lustrous, it came out in, well, the TV show came out in 2017, but I'm pretty sure the manga came out before yeah, that. Yeah, the manga's been around for a bit. Uh, let me see. Manga. Uh, it came out in 2012. Okay, so yeah, there's definitely room. <laughs> it came out almost <laughs> a, year's, a full a year. Time. It almost came out a full year beforehand. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's almost, it's almost, you know, uh, to me... Uh, inseparable as far as like general ideas go yeah i think uh foss as a character um kind of ignorant like steven but foss is more adult more grown up but that's but that's after two thousand years of life yeah i I think i think that the whole entire world is so alien and interesting though yes Uh, it can't be compared to a lot of other shows definitely the time the sense of time Mm -hmm. and pacing of it you can't point to a whole lot of things in my in my experience and say yeah this is just like that um uh, because like oh i think pages of the manga it'll be like oh 2000 years went by mm-hmm. all right and it'll, like none of, all the characters will be the same just like whatever so it's, it's a different millennium <laughs> yeah i, I mean like, and we've I been think, doing the same thing all this time i think that's what i i mean i like i said i don't think it's a direct rip but i think it is definitely her take on this type on that idea which which yeah. is fine. That's that's perfectly acceptable. If you have something that's original, that's just how it works. Um, I I think that uh, the show is wonderfully done. I, I I don't really have a character that I don't like. I like all the characters. Um, I I have some personal gripes with it, but I am caught up with the manga right now. But they're very minor gripes. Right, and like uh, only a couple. Characters. I like. I mean, usually you don't like the leader or teacher, but he's got enough interesting, weird things going on with himself no. that it's just he's super cool and yeah. mysterious. He's got a name like Obsidian, and he's just he's like the only male-looking figure there, and you're just like, uh. Is anyone gonna explain what's going on? Yeah, <laughs> they I, all just call him Sensei. Yeah, it's it's really it's really nice. Also, if anyone has Amazon Prime, it, the first season is free on Amazon Prime. There is a second season coming, I believe. Um, we might have to wait a bit. I can't wait for it to happen. I would I would not want to experience this through the manga. I'm gonna be honest. After experiencing the sound, I wouldn't blame you. The the sound and the animation are like unrivaled as far as CG goes. I think it is, it is super so strong. I, yes, the I agree. hair, 
Can we talk about how good the hair looks alone? Yeah. Um, it's I, I mean, phenomenal. on the main character, it looks a little meh to me at sometimes, but like on other characters, like, um, oh, I can't think of it, the doctor character. I can't think of her name right now. It's like Rombite. Or... Rutile. Rutile. Uh, mm-hmm. Her hair looks great. I think it looks just fine. What did you think about the cloud people? The the cloud people are okay. The Lunarians are okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really having any problem with them. There's a big Buddhist influence that I kind of took from it when watching it. Well, that's the or whole maybe show. A Hindu, um, but specifically the cloud people when they come out. Well, I mean, the um, whole show is it, like a reincarnation uh, type of uh, deal. That's the theme I'm of just the saying show. Aesthetically, oh, like aesthetically, well, the that's... gems don't dress that way. They dress in more of like a a European style, mm-hmm. um, and then the the cloud people will come out to take them away and fire arrows at them, and you don't know why they're there. They're basically just UFOs ripping a hole in the sky. Yeah. Like, okay, we're here now, and they only come out during the day, and there's this big mystery behind that. Mm-hmm. See, this is a mystery done right. They give you just enough to keep you hooked in asking questions, but they don't give you um, too little to make you not give a shit about finding out what's happening yeah, anymore. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really good, and... Um, uh, your main character is enjoyable to see her go through her plights. So, what was the last state that you left Foss in episode five? I can't really recall. Um, she, she just she was underwater because I don't want to give it away is, for anybody who might not have seen it yet. I mean, it's not a huge spoiler. Is she intact? Not yet. Or, or yes, okay. not anymore. Okay. So, um, the next water episode, you will meet a different life form and they kind of try to give you a little bit of a shadow of what's happening behind everything. Yeah. And it's just, it's definitely a series that keeps you like giving and giving. And when it ends, you're like, oh, I just want more. Mm-hmm. So that's what made me read the manga. I couldn't wait more than a year for a season two. Yes. Um, and I'm glad I didn't. Um, I, I, I could definitely I'm go talking back about and watch when the they're show in the and sea, be happy about though. it. Though. Yes, oh yes. Okay, I you know. understand. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> I know what you're talking I'm about. I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure. Because there's multiple yeah. times they've been in the water so far. I Also, mm-hmm. I love the sound design with the clanking as they walk and all this other stuff. Yes. It, it makes an emphasis so cool. on that they are gem people. Yeah. Um, I, I like when their bodies touch each other and it has like this clanking uh, porcelain sound. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's, there's not a lot of shows like it. And I found the whole entire thing very refreshing. Yep. Uh, when I watched it, it's really it good. Aired. I'm probably like I said, I'm probably going to finish Blue Gender, and I'm probably going to finish um, uh, the uh, this show because I really found it interesting. Um, Land mm-hmm. of the Lustrous because it just it was really good. Um, Blue Gender I, it was a surprise for me, out of out of left field for how much I've enjoyed that show. Actually, it just gets better uh, so far. There's so many 90s mecha that I want to get into. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like Escaflone. Yeah, and I've uh, heard that's fantastic. I've, yeah. Um, I'd like to just know. Mm-hmm. Well, I also did read the first chapter of Spirit Circle. Just, be- just because I was curious to see the way you described it made it sound very Cloud Atlasy, And yes, it does. It's a charming character, but I don't know if I'll return to it. I actually, about an hour ago, just finished all of Spirit Circle. Oh, okay. Um, it drove me to finish the whole thing. Hmm. And uh, 
it has a very interesting take on um, reincarnation and uh, another series that I found to be very refreshing in, in kind of a Christmas Carol fashion this kid goes through his seven previous lives to sort of see what type of person he, he becomes and atone for what kind of a bad person uh, one of his incarnations was and it, it just ends in a very satisfying way hmm. and uh, it, it's it I thought it was going to be a shonen at first but it's it's less than 50 chapters it, it was designed with a clear structure huh and uh, yeah I, I thought it was worth my time and I'm I, I, the ending was really well done what can I say uh, if you nail the ending a lot of the times I'll end up just like with a very positive experience in the end it's very hard to end to nail endings with me and the endings are very important uh, there's a lot of shows that have gone through and just been like i can't it <laughs> everything was so good but the ending was trash what's that it didn't register with me as strongly i thought it was fine i thought the characters were charming but it wasn't something that i was like yeah i need more of this the first episode is very like okay this is just like middle Chapter. school um kid doesn't look very uh, memorable yeah, um, uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll dive into it more. Uh, I'm just not sure yet. I'll probably look into the next couple chapters. Yeah, I'd, I'd give it probably like an 8.5. Okay, like that's, if that's I were not forced bad. to rate it out of 10. Uh, I was very surprised by how good it got. Hmm. Um, I like the cutesy art style that it has, and it takes a lot of dark turns. Hmm. I, I have some issues with some of the incarnations and with some of the pacing in certain parts of it. But, again, very minor issues. Okay. Uh, yeah, but when compared to Cloud Atlas, mm-hmm. oh boy, where do we begin? Mm-hmm. I, I'm afraid of saying, or I'm afraid of saying too much and saying too little. Mm-hmm. Because I could not suffer to watch all of this movie. Really? I could not do it. Mm. I I was not having a good time. Really? Um. I, it's for a lot of different factors, too. And Ooh. I get the feeling that this was probably a phenomenal book. But this is a trash movie. I could not take it. <laughs> I think it is just fine of a movie. Some of my problems. I only got two hours into it, so that's two-thirds of the movie. Because it's it's three minutes minus three hours. Mm-hmm. And... It's a movie that sh- its style is it jumps between a handful of different storylines, and it doesn't obviously tell you what's going on. It starts out with a cold open of, uh, what's his face, Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. as an old disfigured man talking in kind of like a weird uh, dialect. Yes. And he's in the dark, and he's kind of talking insane. You don't know what's going on. It cold opens into another thing that's completely unrelated. Mm-hmm. And it, it keeps doing that throughout the movie. And a lot of the storylines I'd be very into by themselves if they were their own movie. And I feel like the the whole point of it is sort of up its own ass about it. It's like kind of a problem that I have with Death Stranding is that it's like, ooh, look at how artistic this is. Yes, don't it you is definitely an artistic it is definitely an artistic movie. Um, it's yes. probably a better book. I agree with you there. I don't think it's... It's not one of my favorite movies, but the way you describe Spirit Circle is what I was reading from you, uh, that it sounded like Cloud Atlas to me. 
which the main um, defining difference between spirit circle and cloud atlas as far as how they handle reincarnation is that in spirit circle they always return to the a baseline mm -hmm. you're stuck and it's 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 one person's story and they always return to it kind of in like how a monster in the week will mm -hmm. start out with an episodic fashion like okay this is the monster and we're back to our baseline everything is restored humanity restored yes what I like about Cloud Atlas, though, is that you don't have that baseline, and you kind of, like, just wake up, and your your character is in a different, like, setting, and it's like, try to maneuver now. Yeah, but that's what was a big barrier for me, is because I didn't know how to maneuver, because I didn't know what to latch on to. Um, part of it is might be because I don't really like Tom Hanks as an actor very much. I see mm -hmm. Tom Hanks, I just see Forrest Gump. Mm -hmm. I could not see anybody else. Um, mm -hmm. I see Holly Berry. I think of James Bond slurping up diamonds off of our navel. Um, <laughs> and uh, this movie doesn't have a baseline incarnation for you to return to and to follow one incarnation story as a through line all the way. And... It, it took me out of it. Um, sometimes to work with some of these more uh, thought-provoking movies that are trying to be very, very artsy, you have to be sort of convinced in a way of its credibility. And uh, for some reason, I just wasn't convinced. I, w I wasn't buying it. See, I would say it's a very above-average movie. I think it's yeah, I think it's good. Um, I would say the budget is excessive. There's a lot of budget that went into this movie, oh, yeah. and it, I, I can't take that away from it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it no, it looks good. It 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 looks good even for being almost like a ten year old movie now. But um, but let me just say that it looks good, and it also looks fucking dog shit. Can I talk about some of the makeup? S the futuristic makeup, yes, looks terrible. I think I think the I there is not a single to what I saw asian man in this movie even though there are asian male characters yes there are multiple characters that are white men that are just been like plastered on to make them look asian and i just like why are we doing this like, i i'm not offended by it i'm just taken out by it by how fucking stupid it looks. i think they were worried <laughs> that people wouldn't understand that that was the same character which I, I didn't understand to, it was the same character. If you want to see a good version of this done, it's um, on Netflix called... Uh, oh my god, now I'm blanking the moment I want to talk about it. There's a show on Netflix, basically, people can swap lives by putting chips in each other's heads. And it you can switch bodies with understanding with what, with what is going on. Um, I think this has that problem of like, I've got to see this character look like this, so that's why it had to happen. But I, I think there are ways to portray that that is the same conscience of character, the same reincarnation of them, without using the same actor. I think they've relied way too much on using the same actors and not relying enough on the cinematography to convey that, yes, this is the same guy. They were able are ways to get to Asian ladies in there, though. Not Asian They were. Men. Oh, there's a lot of Asian nipples, a lot of Asian tits, a lot of Asian bug bites. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. I, and the, the, the Asian guy, not even the Asian guy, the white guy yep. that's in, in yellow face, mm -hmm. he is, he, he acts like some dumb, deluded Neo yep. from the Matrix, yep. and just made me fucking puke while watching mm -hmm. it. I, if, 
I, I could not cringy. handle it. Super cringy. It could not. It was so bad, that part. Um, um, that was probably one of the only storylines that I would not want to watch as a movie. I think The other ones were very interesting I to me. I think the past ones are very strong. I think... Uh, I think there are some really strong moments in it. I think there are definitely moments that, like, fail, like that one. Like the post-post-apocalypse movie, uh, uh, scenario. Shit. I think the it's dialogue. really cool. I think they it's... say true-true constantly, and then they also say truth. Yes. Like, pick one. Fucking pick one. If you're gonna go through uh, the difficulty of creating your own future dialect and risking people sounding stupid while they're talking in that dialect at least make it consistent but i think that the risks of making your own dialect like that far outweigh the payoff that you could potentially get from it like just have them talk normally i think that the past stuff was handled much better but i think that future future setting was the best future setting that they had proposed i didn't like the neo matrix world just because it was like everything is rape and it's like what (laughs) excuse me (laughs) You it just was accept so it. fucking weird. Like, yeah. I, I just didn't fucking understand anything that was happening in that one. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't get it. Like, um, I, she's working at some fucking postmodern McDonald's where all the waitresses are just robot prisoners. Yeah. I it mean, was fucking weird. I watched this movie twice just because I needed to watch it twice. On the second viewing, you understand to things understand a lot To understand it, more. to try. But, um, I just, I... I I think it was an interesting watch, to say the least. It's something that you should at least be like, hmm, okay, I've seen this now. Just to see yeah. if it jiggles your jimmies to see what you think about it. Because it's 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 got some interesting concepts in it. I think I think the best thing in it was the uh the pianist, uh the art uh musician scene to me. I feel like a lot of the stuff was a lot better in the book. Oh, well, I, I would but, not have been taken out of it with all the dumb actor shenanigans. Yeah. All the, how dumb they sounded talking in dialects. The whole weird yellow face. I'm sure that in the book, since the characters are probably different, but the soul travels the same, the book is probably ten times better. I feel like the flow of the book is probably very meticulously crafted mm-hmm. and it's easier to follow based on how the chapters probably lay out again i have not read the book so i cannot say but i would hope that it would be like that because i'm trying to you know steel man this whole entire franchise mm-hmm. um <laughs> but oh god yeah it did not land for me man oh yep. uh, it was tough it was tough. I, I was just curious that's why when you suggested that i was curious what you saw after reading spirit away i think they're similar but i think maybe it's just a book to book thing that needs to be compared then they handle the Perhaps. reincarnation different i agree with you there but i kind of like things not going back to baseline i kind of like the jumping a bit you can do it without going back to baseline as long as you have something to latch on because people latch on to characters. Yeah. And you can't just see Tom Hanks randomly and latch on to him and you just see him at one moment of the movie where he's just some scientist guy and then he gets his plane blown up and, like, you're not attached to him anymore because it was death was so comical. Like, mm-hmm. who am I supposed to attach to in this movie? Well, I think I think maybe in the book it's easier to attach to them because I think you're supposed to attach to their soul and not who they physically are. Yeah, it was just hard for me to define how many characters there were as far as reincarnations, like, as far as who I'm supposed to give a shit about. Mm-hmm. That was... Uh, uh, uh.
problems. From what I researched, because after I watched the two hours, I was like, okay, what do the other people think about this? It, it was a very uh, polarizing movie, even when it came out. A lot of people were like, oh, this is the best ever. And other people were like, this is dog shit, and I hate myself for watching it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad that you got a little bit into that. Um, like I yeah. said, I think we both saw... Um, things that we wanted to see from these um uh, (laughs) i'm glad that you got to see that because now you can see why that it's a very controversial movie people either love it or hate it and i'm kind of meh on it i'm not hate or love so Mm -hmm. it's well you mentioned you mentioned earlier um the microchip swapping of personalities i was just gonna bring it up because it sounds exactly to the t like a show called kaiba oh yes Mm -hmm. your your disney fluff along show that you've been wanting me to watch i I, i've been trying to get you to watch it forever i remember uh watching the first few episodes and then like drunk texting you about how good it was Mm -hmm. and then i looked at the art yeah it's it's show by um asaki yuasa i want to say and he is known for his uh, very strange art style that he brings to his animation. Mm-hmm. For reference, see Ping Pong, the animation, and see uh, Devilman Crybaby. Mm-hmm. Um, both fantastic shows. Both have very strange, remarkable animation to me. But it, it is a turnoff for some people. Mm. Yeah. You can, you can take screenshots of some of the still frames and like laugh at it. But I think together, when it's cohesive and flowing... It's, it's just strong. It's one of the strongest animation uh, styles I've seen. But uh, Kaiba is a series in which it, it has a very, very Astro Boy Disney aesthetic to it. Mm-hmm. And I think that turned a lot of people off. But the themes in it, nonetheless, are very adult, very shocking, very gruesome, very bleak. Huh. And it's it goes down as probably one of my favorite anime of all time. Um, I'd say it's a 10 uh maybe a nine and a half because the ending to me i think could have been stronger but it was still fine the um the show i was thinking of is called altered carbon altered oh my god yeah i tried watching that um altered carbon (laughs) does reincarnation in an interesting way i didn't get through it all i watched the first couple episodes and i was like yeah this is fine i watched the first couple episodes and i hated like I hated the main character oh, the so main... much. He's, yeah. He started out as Asian man, then he got immediately killed off and like replaced by fucking James Bond. Yeah, yeah. But I think <laughs> but I think that's I, I think that's a cool way of doing reincarnation. I like the concept of it a lot. It's just I don't know why, I just didn't really feel like going back to it. I thought this is fine, but not something that I'm like, wow, I need to watch all of this. Yeah, I wasn't very impressed I, by anything I was I seeing. wanted it to be more than what it was in the end. Yeah. Eh, whatever. It, it didn't hook me, but, you know, different strokes. Mm-hmm. Well, on to what I was assigned, uh, besides the unfortunate movie that was... Cloud Atlas. Cloud Atlas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was assigned to watch Big O, which oh, on the yes. flip side, I enjoyed a lot. Oh, I'm happy I, to hear this. I watched, yes, I watched three episodes and I wanted to watch more. It's like, I good. really wanted to watch more. It's really good. Yeah, I I mean, everything for me, firing off on all cylinders. Let me just start out by laying the, the framework for what this is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the animation style is to the T, 
basically like Batman Beyond. But um, better. But a better quality, though. I'd say the Batman Beyond quality. It's is not good, bad. But, it's, like, it, as far I as aesthetic say, goes. Yeah, I, it's not mm-hmm. bad. It's the aesthetic that's similar. It, it has a lot of inspiration for it, and it actually reminded me of uh, Panty and Stocking with Garter Belt and mm-hmm. how uh, it was influenced on, like, uh, Billy and Mandy, uh, Dexter's Laboratory, mm-hmm. Powerpuff Girls type style, except uh, it was just it's just Japanese. I, I like the, the whole experimental animation that's in it. I like right. when people try to emulate other region art styles. Mm-hmm. Um, very impressed with it. Uh, th- the main character, I forget his name. It's it's some very generic name. Roger Smith. <laughs> Roger Smith, yeah. Sorry, I didn't remember that, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love Roger Smith. I watched the dub. He's voiced by the guy that did uh, Spike Spiegel, yeah. who has a fucking golden voice. I, I actually would say the dub is preferable in this situation. The dub is fucking awesome. I love it. And he, this guy, Roger Smith, is basically just, uh, he's just Batman, except instead of fighting crime at night, he just has a giant fucking robot that shoots out of anywhere in, in the middle of the road and just causes 9-11 every time it comes out. He is <laughs> Bruce Wayne if Bruce Wayne was like, fuck it, I'm not going to hide behind a mask. I'm just going to fight other robots yeah. in my giant robot. I love it. And he actually has a job instead of just being rich guy. Yeah. He's he's a negotiator. He used to be a cop. I, I was sold completely on his character. Mm-hmm. He's great. Um, he's kind of a douchebag, too. As far as main characters go, he is definitely not bland. He is, like, one of the freshest in long memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also love Dorothy. Yes. Just, like, her shenanigans and her uh, deadpan expression. The dynamic between the two is very strong. Uh, I really want to watch more of that show. It was so good. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, no, it's it's really good. I It's one of my favorites and why I recommended it to you strongly. Yeah. I don't know why before, because I, I remember watching the first episode and not, like, thinking much of it. But I watched the first episode again. I'm like, why why did I think that that time? It's it's This is good. Come on. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, and then when you go on to the second episode, you're like, Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. The only thing that I could say bad about it is that the the intro is kind of eh. It's, as far as, like, animation quality goes, the song is kind of, like, weird and sort of catchy. And, uh, but the, the visuals of it are just kind of, let's, let's drag this image across the screen in PowerPoint. <laughs> you know, not a lot of animation techniques going on there. Uh, but it's fine, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, mecha design? I can't say too much bad. Mecha design. Uh, Bego's fucking awesome. Um, I love his gigantic piston arms. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of remind me of the stake driver from Bloodborne. It's not a very new concept to have like something like a piston to punch, but it's so cool when it's attached to a giant robot and he has two of them, and he definitely uses them a lot. And he gets a lot of mileage out of them. Yeah. That's his main way of attacking. I like that there's this underground sewer system that's completely abandoned from ages past that he just carts around Big O on mm-hmm. and then just, like, busts him out of the... He just doesn't care about where he, like, flings him out of. He's like, whatever, not my problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Um, yeah. I, I honestly can't say anything bad about the show. And you know what? If, if I could, I would. Because that's the type of douchebag I am. But um, yeah, yeah, I want to watch more. Art is beautiful. It's got a great sound design to it. Mm-hmm. 
um the shots um for how they do all the scenes are just i don't know it's very refreshing yeah the the theming as you go on uh it's gonna be really good i'm going i you've actually got me wanting to rewatch it because i haven't watched it since i was like maybe 15 or so yeah, so it's a while ago. It's been, yeah, it's <laughs> been a decade. So, and it's only a 26 episode series, just two, just two seasons. Um, and 26 uh, episodes isn't bad. Yeah. And, and that's perfect to me. That's in that sweet spot yeah. of where you want a show to be because you get your point across while also, uh, diving deep into this world. And, you know, you've got people that always claim, no, I need more, more, you know, what? short and sweet. Give me something that yeah. I want to enjoy. I like stuff with clear defined endings, as mm-hmm. you know, and it's not the regular twenty four episode special. Yeah, I think a lot of the time that'll be the standard, and these animation studios will kind of either condense things way too much, cut out too much from a source material, or they'll add in a lot of fluff just to meet that twenty four episode demand. Mm-hmm. And when a show uh, you look at it and it goes off by a little bit, that's usually kind of a promising sign. Not right. all the time, but it is a good indicator of quality. In mm-hmm. my experience, so big O was a big yeah. Good, good. I'm glad. Um, like I said, I felt the same way about Land of the Lustrious. I guess we both kind of had the similar but different opinions for Spirit Circle and uh, and Cloud Atlas. I think, I think part of it is that um, you've gotten to the first chapter, and the first chapter uh, is seemingly unremarkable. Yeah, I'll, I'll take um, a look you, you into look it more. The, the first panel of it doesn't look impressive at all. It just like has these two kids with like fire hula hoops like fighting each other for some reason you're like what is this fucking preschool manga shit um i don't know but then when when you jump into his first past life you're like oh wow this got metal really mm-hmm. fast <laughs> mm-hmm. yes so, definitely yeah um that's that's basically all that i've really um done as far as weeb shit yeah okay well that was pretty much me too there's more ghost teller i want to get back into uh that i mean more episodes are popping out and i really like that series i need to keep going to see how i feel about that more um Mm -hmm. more of my trash uh sweet home is there and i'm going to keep going with that just because (laughs) i want it to be uh, i it's like it's it's my chocolate it's my form of like junk food it's where I need shame. some, where I need something that's trash that I can just kind of like, hmm. I can see uh, the morsels of life. Let me just okay. Eat. Your definition of trash and my definition of trash are completely different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would mm-hmm. not call either of those trash for the manhwa that you recommended me. Um, I'd call them. Oh no, Ghost Teller isn't trash. I wasn't saying that. If any, oh, if that okay. came off wrong, Ghost Teller is really good. That is not trash. Sweet Home is definitely a B-rated, uh, is, is a worse version of... It's, it's not trash, it's trashy, if that makes more sense. Sweet Home I'd is call, more trashy. Call, like, like, it's like, it's compared to, like, a B-movie. When you, like, yeah. when you say, like, trashy, you imply that, like, there's a bunch of weird fan service in it, and, like, when you're okay. applying it to the context of manga... <laughs> okay yeah i guess i want to give them the wrong idea of um, saying that it's another aromongus and then i'm looking for a different word i guess campy campy is what i'm looking for then mm, okay we'll campy i like the campiness of some things but um uh ghost teller is not campy ghost teller is actually a quality uh manhwa that's like i'm supr- so surprised it's there and i need to keep with that because i i love every moment of it and support that that artist for what they're doing um mm-hmm. as far as video games go this week all i really dove into 
and that's partially because of a super busy work schedule, the holidays coming up, making things difficult. Um, And you were sick. Yes, and the sick, the plague that had hit me. I dove more into Pokemon, and it's good. It's... this is the first gen, like I said last week, that actually gave a damn about the Pokemon they were making. Um, except for the f- starters. The starters all turn into generic humans at the end. Not strong designs. Which is kind of terrible. No, their initial designs, fairly strong, except for the water type. I feel like they were probably designed by different people from beginning to end. The water type gets worse. The... The all the designs kind of get worse, but the water type gets especially worse. The water type's final yeah. evolution is just terrible. I There's mean, a lot of comparisons to uh, Monsters Inc. That yes, uh, weird lizard no, man. It, it, I would prefer Monsters Inc. Lizard Man over that. <laughs> That's how bad that design is. Um, yeah, the the gorilla design, the grass gorilla, has a weird JoJo feel because of yeah, the hair, got, like weird. Pillar he looks like dreads. cars. I think he's overdesigned. He looks like cars yeah. with his hair when it's flowing. Yeah. It's a really weird look to me. I just I hate the drum. The drum offsets the whole entire design. It makes it weird. I think the drum makes sense for each evolution, though. First, you have it, little it, sticks, I mean, and then you have bigger they, sticks. Someone along the lines decided, yeah, it's going to be a drummer monkey. Do do drummer monkey. The strongest design of this generation and the best design and my favorite Pokemon, which is probably everybody's favorite Pokemon right now. I already see the art popping up on Twitter is Toxel, which becomes Toxtricity. Have you oh, seen yeah, this? Oh, yeah, the kind of punk one. The punk With rock the guitar one. strings. Oh, He's all right. yeah. so it's the best design to me by far. Okay. It looks so good. Um, the design is fresh. It's it's not like a usual creature. The type is interesting poison electric it it's just it just screams like this is the best design and this is going to be a design that is a fan favorite to go for other generations there's there's a lot of hits in this generation there's a lot of misses like but at least they tried compared to last generation you didn't like sun and moon uh sun and moon just didn't feel like they tried very hard at all with their designs Sun and moon felt like they tried doing something different with how pokemon is structured and they they did some good things and they did some not so good things they should have been a lot more alolan pokemon i think it outweighed its ability uh or it was very gimmicky yeah it's the gimmick they used more gimmick than they did actual um actual like redesigning or designing their own and uh that was unfortunate i mean this game has a lot of gimmicks to it too everything is godzilla based the godzilla based thing isn't bad but they leave it to a minimum when it comes to just gym battles and when you do raids you can completely avoid it otherwise which i'm perfectly happy with i mean the central plot is is based around it yeah but i mean that's not every battle which for me i i hate this game's plot i don't like it oh i I don't think the plot well I don't play Pokemon for the plot. It's never been about that for me. It's always what the initial premise was from the show, which is to catch them is my goal. But the thing about Pokemon usually is, is it's a personal journey and it's your journey and you go along right? and you do everything on your own and you're the one who perseveres and does it. Mm -hmm. And this game, it is not your journey. It is Hop's journey. And if you don't like Hop, 
I'm sorry, oh. but you're gonna get hop. I don't. I don't <laughs> like hop. Um, I realize Fuck that we, hop. I realize that we are the Gary Oak, but at the same time, my goal isn't to be the Pokemon champion. My goal is to be the guy who catches them all, and that's just the, that's why it doesn't affect me as much. I just I just laugh every time I have to deal with Hop or BD or anyone else. The good thing about Gary Oak is that he gets to be a rival, and he he's not forced to be your friend. Right. He isn't your friend. He's an asshole. In this game, you're forced to be Hop's friend. And the game's like, yeah, you love Hop. What are you talking about? Yeah. You also love his older brother, and both of you suck his dick constantly. Well, see, here's the problem. Leon isn't bad. I'm fine with Leon, because Leon doesn't force himself on you. It's Hop Ugh. that drives me insane. Cause I Hop hate being is... stopped every ten fucking feet by Hop. Hop is constantly like, yeah, I'm gonna destroy my brother. And then you, like, destroy him, and and eventually he gets into, like, this down, depressed state mm-hmm. where he's like, oh, it's... I'm garbage. But then, it's weird. Uh, but then eventually you're like, nah, you're good, just keep fighting. Anyways, I'm gonna keep dominating. And it's like, nobody realizes, like, you're dominating. The character that I actually liked running into, and still am running into, because I'm not done yet, I'm on, I'm close to the seventh badge, um, okay. is uh, the girl, Team Yell. Team Yell is one of the weakest teams I've seen. Yeah, they're just a bunch of rowdy fans, and I don't like it. Ugh. Yeah, it's it's just not my thing. I hate how there's not a lot of diversity then. They're all just weird fatsos. But the girl in Team Yell, the the girl that these uh, guys are following, I really like her character quite a bit. I think that's a there's, fine character. Where she's just kind a lot of like porn drawn of her. Oh yes. Well, <laughs> well, it's Pokemon. If I mean all creamy, whose name is oh, all God. creamy, has porn. I'm sure she does too. <laughs> Let's not talk about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I like BD, even though he's kind of like a stereotypical asshole character. I liked his turnaround with the old yeah. lady. Has to be in the fairy gym. Fucking hilarious. With the old lady. <laughs> the old lady was like the big turnaround there. I was like, excuse yeah. me? Okay. Mm-hmm. Did not expect that. Mm-mm. No. And that was a fresh, that was something fresh. I liked that. I thought it was going to be like, oh, one day you should be the fairy gym. And I was and it was like, nope, it's going to this guy who you're like, okay, I hate this guy. But he's not as nearly annoying as Hop. Hop is Hop is annoying. And the fact that he talks so much trash about like how he's going to be the best. It, it just seemed he comes off so arrogant, not in a Gary Oak way of arrogant of like, yeah, I'm the best because Gary Oak would like kick your ass and like, yeah, or, he or, was he was a force to be reckoned with. He would randomly walk up to you. And if your Pokemon were dying, fuck you, you're going to fight him and you're going to white out. This yeah. is like, oh, let's fight. Oh, but you don't have to if you don't want to. Also, I'm the best, and I'll complain like a little bitch every time you use a super effective move against me. Yeah, and that's the problem, <laughs> is that it's like beating up on the main character, and you're Gary, but you're also not mean like And you're Gary. forced to be friends with him. And it's and like... you can't skip any of his dialogue. If... It, I think it would not be as bad if Hop came off way more humble. You know what I mean? Like, I when he Hop fights so you, he comes off so arrogant and, like, he's going to destroy his brother. But that's why I don't have a problem with Leon. Because when you talk to Leon, Leon's like, yeah, I just want both of you guys to do fine. I want you guys to both be good. Uh, you guys will help each other. Like, that's why I don't have a problem with Leon. Leon's, Leon's outfit fine. looks douchey. It's oh, God. just... Is it douchey to the max? 
It's it it's, could not be douchier. It's one of the douchiest things that it's n- yeah. It's NBA mixed with like let's just fucking put a cape on them yeah. and a bunch of NASCAR stickers. Yeah, it's it's not good. It, it's it's one of the douchiest designs I've seen in a long time. But he's fine as a character. I'm fine with it. It's just. Do you remember his dumb zipper on his shorts? Yes. It's <laughs> just a random zipper there. It's. It's hop. It's literally hop is the only downside to this game. I'm even fine with Leon's old rival of Sonia, who is the girl who uh, is like a daughter of a prof- of the professor in the game. And um, I'm fine with her because she's doing her own thing where she's just trying to like figure out, you know, what what's the story of the Galar region and why is all this stuff happening? Like, I'm fine with that even too. Yeah, the only reason why I don't like her is because she stops you every 10 feet, kind of like Hop, but less aggressive. But yes. That's just a game that's not her. Mm-hmm. Um, also, speaking of that, she has the Yamper, which is the Corgi, which I'm sure has all kinds of pictures drawn of that, too. But it has yeah. one of the best dog evolutions I've seen in a long time. Like, I mean, a good-looking dog evolution. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't like it, man. I don't oh, know, you didn't face haunts my dreams, man. You don't like Bulltown? No. I I think it his, looks good. His face is weird, dude. Mm. In my opinion, he's got these weird soulless eyes that I just don't like. I that's how I felt about Yamper. I don't like Yamper as much as I like Bulltown. I have a problem with Pokemon tropes, and in every game you have to have your two bug Pokemon. You have to have your dog Pokemon. Have to have your cat Pokemon. You have to have your two bird Pokemon. And it's like this template that they keep following. And now we're at the point that there's so many fucking trash Pokemon that just fall into that category. It's just, it's too much. There always has to be a weird, not Pikachu Pokemon. And And remember, folks, there is literally a trash Pokemon in these games. Yeah, but I think that they did something cool with the trash Pokemon for once. I guess. It turns into a, like, landfill Pokemon. And it's just like, holy shit, we're here. (laughs) Um... They did something really good with the bug designs in this one. I yes. love bug the bug. Type. The bug, bug type types in this buff. one. They did so many bug types in this one that I'm a fan yes. of. They're really cool, man. There's some good ones out there. and um, They buffed a lot of the moves, and it's not trash anymore. Yeah, yeah. It just I really love the bug type. It's one of my favorite types in Pokemon besides ground, and I feel that so far that's the weakest type for me in this game is ground. I just want more diversity out of Pokemon. I want it to be able to break free of its template that it has. And I want it to experiment more, and I feel like a lot of people do. You know, they've already... Modders have already modded out experience share from this game. It should have been gone. It should have been gone from the get-go. I I didn't want it. That's my only real gripe with the game is the experience share. And playing, playing a Nuzlocke in this game with no experience share... My god, what a brutal experience. You could just randomly run into level 50s. I have whited out a few times in this game, just on accident, being caught off guard. And that would never happen. What a beautiful... I mean, to me, it's going to be the most exciting Nuzlocke I play. In a long time, this is going to be the most exciting Nuzlocke I play. But the first Pokemon I'm getting is Blipplug. Because (laughs) Dotler is a fucking monster. And Orbeetle, the final transformation, is the best. Is one of my, is like a recommended, like, 
if you want a stamp of approval for me for whatever the fuck that matters that pokemon you get it immediately you you grab him because orbeetle is strong he, he's he's even strong against his weaknesses i i mean and then you get toxel because once toxel hits uh, once toxicity evolves and you get to level 40 you're nuking everything that's weak to uh, electricity and poison you're just running through things and he gain and he starts gaining su- stupid stat increases those two pokemon are like on the top of the list i can't wait until you get to end game the bird type i really liked it uh the knights the the, the corv corval yeah. whatever it's called yep it went from uh it, it went from a squat it went from whatever it starts off as to squire to knight what a good that's just a strong pokemon also goodbye skarmory yeah <laughs> Goodbye. It, uh, goodbye, most <laughs> other Pokemon. Uh, goodbye, Pidgeotto. Like, it, you're done. You're literally done. You get that bird type every time it's in, available in a game now. Yeah, it's pretty, Because it's once cool. it becomes Flying Steel, there's not much that's going to be able to stop you. Because I don't even think fighting... Is uh, fighting weak uh, beat Steel? I'm not sure. I, I'm, it's been a while. It's I used strong. to have all these typings down pat. It, it, either way, this this is one of the strongest Pokemon. It, it, I mean, when you talk about like birds getting a boost and bugs, birds and bugs from just those two Pokemon alone, super strong. Yeah, some really good choices. I love some of the bug designs that have been put in place. And, um, you know, just just some interesting stuff. I, I, I'm, really, I'm really pleased with what I've seen so far. And... Anything bug, like, immediately draws your attention. <laughs> also, the reason I got shield, because of the Rapidash. No, I am not a brony, but I love... I was waiting I, for that. <laughs> I loved the Rapidash uh, design more than I liked the Surfetch design by a country mile. Surfetch, it just isn't my thing. I think that's fine. I mean, it looks better than regular Farfetch'd, I agree. But, um... I much prefer uh, the Rapidash design, and the Rapidash typing is very good. Oh, yeah. Psychic? Psychic and Fairy. It's very good. That typing makes it an instant put into the, put into the, uh, put into the uh, deck. It's, it's not leaving, because now it just, it wrecks house. Now Rapidash is good. Someone puts someone puts out a dragon. You drop your Rapidash. Your Rapidash is faster than any dragon, and you're going to hit it first, and you're probably going to f- cause it to faint. Yeah, very big triumph for a Pokemon design. It's it's good. It's it. Those three Pokemon: Toxtricity, uh, Rapidash, and Orbeetle. If you guys get if you if you have that on your roster, you're gonna kill most gyms. Well. Is this the Pokemon game that you wanted, though? It's getting closer. Okay. It's not quite. I, if, when you get to Endgame, there's two NPCs that I'd really like you to take a look at. Re- because, okay. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. What the fuck were they thinking? It's, it, so far, playing the game, just enjoying it, collecting all these Pokemon, has been one of the most fun I've had in Pokemon in years. Since Ruby, I would say. That was the last time I really had this much fun in Pokemon. Have you ever uh, gotten into Pokemon Coliseum? Coliseum? No, I didn't play it. I didn't have a GameCube at the time, so I never got to it. All of the Pokemon console games ran on this sort of structure, Mm -hmm. and uh, they were very formula-breaking from typical Pokemon, and 
the, it was in 3D, so everybody was like, holy shit, this looks great. This is yeah, I know what you're talking about. Less than 200 Pokemon. Uh, yeah. Animations were top-notch. They they have so many animations for so many specific situations that it, it was insane. It must have taken forever to do. But the difference for me is I lo- uh, the joy in going out and catching them. Well, what I was going to say is my favorite still is the GameCube version of Pokemon Coliseum, um, where you're this like edgy guy on a fucking motorcycle and you do the whole team rocket fantasy of stealing other people's pokemon Mm -hmm. like you can throw pokeballs at other pokemon they have to be like dark corrupt pokemon but you meet a lot of them and it's satisfying to be like nope this is mine now (laughs) yeah and it was just a a an iteration of pokemon that was very fresh and innovative and i feel like it hasn't really gotten back to that point and it didn't seem like a gimmick and hmm. a lot of Pokemon, it'll just be the same formula, but that'll be oh different gimmick guys. Oh, it's it's uh it's Z moves. It's uh the Mega Evolutions. Yes, and I hated that one the most. I it's thought that inflation was fetish. I didn't like uh, Mega Evolutions. I I realize it changed up some of the designs, but I just thought it was. I thought that was a worse gimmick than this. I feel like it was a lazy thing to do. I think this one is interesting because your moves change and. It's like, it's a thing that's like designed around like swelling of power and it's something that can happen naturally. It's not just like, I have the band and bracelet to do it. I don't know. I, to me, it just felt, I, I liked it more. Uh, I like Galarian Dynamax, Dynam, Dynamaxine, whatever it's called, more than whatever. I like uh, Giga Evolutions. And that's controversial because people love Giga Charizard. I just, I, I wish they would just stick to one gimmick. And you know what? It doesn't even have to be a gimmick. If they keep taking, uh, introducing something and then taking it out, it becomes a gimmick. And it's less special. And to me, it's kind of a lazy thing that they did. was just like, okay, let's blow up the Pokemon model, put fi- flaming Hot Cheetos above their heads, and have their animations move a little bit slower. And it doesn't seem like a whole lot of work was put into it. And there are maybe a little bit more than 20 designs that are special particularly for mm-hmm. the blown up versions yeah no i agree i wish there was um more. i would take a thing with no gimmicks and just give me 150 new design pokemon no callbacks to anything that's how far i would want them to go with a brand new game either that or just stick to your older pokemon okay and just there's plenty of pokemon out there that don't have any evolutions at all and they're just oh, yeah. abandoned and left in the corner to dust away you mm-hmm. could totally, like, well, what they did in Gen 2, there's a gimmick here. Let's add baby Pokemon. Yes. That was cool. The baby Pokemon were trash, but at least it was another, like, sense of progression. What I like about Pokemon is that you evolve stuff. It's kind of, like, what is strong about Digimon. There's mm-hmm. so much evolution there. And, and Pokemon a lot of the catching. time. Yeah, I enjoy catching, too, but I also enjoy, like, having a sense of, like, yeah, I'm going, I'm going through it and I'm getting stronger. And it kind of mm-hmm. sucks to have a fucking Lapras just sit there and never, ever, ever change. Yeah, I mean, now I it does, technically, but you need a particular type of Lapras. And if you have just a regular one, it will not uh, Dynamax or Gigantamax or whatever they I call it. I will say that I do find it interesting that some evolutions, depending on whether it's uh, male or female, matter. But then there's some that are just, like, convoluted, like you have to hold the system upside down to get it to evolve. There's, there's some weird gender differences, too, that I don't really understand. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Rhydon, or Rhyhorn, whichever one it is, 
a mm -hmm. female has a slightly shorter horn. Like, why? Yeah. Why? Literally, why? Uh, Waba Fett, female has lipstick. Ho, 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 ho. It's because she Get it? the big Because it's a woman. <laughs> it's like, really creative, guys. You added a lot to this. Uh, I, have, I have a lot of gripes with Pokemon. I, I feel like there's a lot that they can do. And I feel like Game Freak is kind of turning into a Bethesda in that its creators can make a better game than it can <laughs> yeah uh well i think that's just you know but they'll try yeah we'll we'll just see we'll see uh, and bottom line we're gonna get a pokemon every few years until we're all dead mm. <laughs> and then some unless it implodes somehow yeah which i doubt uh it's it's a cash cow man it's not going away mm -hmm. i just hope that it gets better because, you know, I'm pretty sure this is the highest grossing Pokemon so far. Everyone fucking bought it. So, obviously, the quality of it didn't matter. Because people bought it anyways. You know what? What are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just... I'm, I'm waiting for what the next gimmick's going to be as far as titling these things. We mm -hmm. had uh, Black, White, Sun, Moon, Sword, Shield. <laughs> what two-title gimmick are they going to have next? There's only... Uh, why, why do we still have two Pokemons released side by side? What's the reason? It's to push copies. The next one will be two girls, one cup. No, we're going to have, like, I don't know, Pokemon mm -hmm. helmet. I don't, Pokemon, Pokemon gun. Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon body shield, Pokemon gun. Pokemon, Pokemon bullet. It's a dog with a gun. <laughs> yeah, that'd be amazing. I'd get that legendary. <laughs> well, a lot of the time they do a... a third better pokemon it's kind of the persona golden uh problem of yeah you remember that game that you played but here's the real one though <laughs> buy it shut up whatever it's it's they make their money yeah i'm i'm a, I'm a bitter fuck <laughs> that should just stop playing pokemon <laughs> other than that you sick bastard other than that, I think that's been pretty much what we got for anime and video games this week. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of similar to you. I played more Death Stranding. It mm -hmm. got more weird. I'm getting sort of tired of its dumb plot. Oh, yeah, God. I, I, I've been hearing that that's the problem with the game. And literally, it just goes back to what you and me have said for two other episodes. He needs an editor. I just ran across uh, the chapter called Mama. And it has the character of Mama, and it goes through her tragic backstory, and it's just hilarious. It is so fucking funny. She has... She's always referencing in these Kodak conversations that you have with her that she can't leave because of her baby. And you're like, yeah, well, okay, well, if you're a mother, then what are you going to do? And mm -hmm. you go in, and you meet her in person, there's just, like, this fucking invisible ghost baby that's attached to her, and she's, like, sitting there nursing it. And you're like, this is what we're doing? Alright. It's so ridiculous. It's, it's, oh, God. But it's so Kojima. And yeah. she's like... She references how she's still uh, producing milk and that it's a side effect. And apparently it's been happening for uh. far beyond when she gave birth to her dead ghost baby. Uh. And she's just gonna indefinitely be like... Uh, lactating here you're like uh, kojima you can't you can't do this uh, <laughs> uh, oh god 
Yeah. What a what a good game. I, I finally ran into Mads Mikkelsen, the flesh, and holy shit. Okay, let me describe to you. You walk into one of these bases, and they tell you that a chiral disturbance is happening, Sam. Go outside. And I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. well, time for video game to happen. And chiral is just this game's MacGuffin voodoo term of science magic bullshit. Whenever mm-hmm. something happens that can't be easily explained, they put the word chiral in front of it. Um, like, oh, there's a chiral storm, Sam. You, you gotta, gotta save the city for America. Ugh. And Don't you go out America. and you, you do a video game and you get sucked up into a hurricane. And it's just, it's so, for how grounded and realistic this game likes to be, you just get fucking sucked up into a hurricane. And then all of a sudden you're on this weird ghost version of a World War One trench warfare mustard gas scenario you're constantly getting like shot and blown up by bullshit you're it it just teleports you into this dumb boss arena so you're just running through war one and then you go into the trenches and the game forces you to fight mads mickelson it it railroads you into being like no you have to do this this is the boss fight it doesn't Mm. let you choose whether to fight him or to run because guess what invisible walls you can you can get out of the trenches. You can you can straight up just climb out of them at any point. It lets you do it, and then the game will also let you just run and get shot constantly, and then finally encounter invisible walls. It does not give you the choice of what to do. It's just like no 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 idiot. Why are you doing this? Go fight Mads Mikkelsen. Shoot him in the face three times with the shotgun and do video game boss. And the entire time Mads Mikkelsen is just going BB. Where are you? I hear you, BB. BB? Oh, I can hear you, BB. And it's just, he never shuts the fuck up. And it makes you do this boss fight, and the shooting mechanics are fucking garbage. No, at no point in the story do you get the chance to really expose yourself to firing guns, except for this weird uh, slingshot-type gun that you fire to incapacitate enemies. All of a sudden, you're just... You're in Call of Booty, and now you gotta fight uh, Tentacle Oil Mads Mickelson, who wants his baby for America. And yeah. it's just, uh, it was so, it was not good, man. And then once you're done with all that, and you kick uh, Mads Mickelson's teeth in, you just get teleported back to the front of the port where you got sucked up by the hurricane. And the game hand waved this away as being, oh, Sam, uh, we lost you for a second. And all that time where you were in World War One, it was just a figment of Sam's imagination. And it's so weird because the chiral storm disappeared in less than a second. Less than a second, an entire storm disappeared, Sam. And it's just, it was so fucking dumb. I hated it. Why? Why are you doing this? It's like Kojima had this vision to have Ghost World War One, and he kind of just shoehorned it in and you getting isekai'd up into it. That's what it was. You got teleported into another world. It was dumb. It was all dumb. I hated it. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound very fun. God. I was just so happy when it was over. Yeah, that's not a good feeling to have from a game that you were really excited for. Yeah. No, it wasn't very chiral crystal of you, Kojima. <laughs> yeah. Uh... But you know what? I'm in it, and I'm going to eventually beat it because, you know, I paid for it. Yep. And I want it to be good. 
Mm-hmm. But you know what? I will suffer through even if it's dumb and bad. And I'll be in denial that it's dumb and bad until the very end. <laughs> yep. And then at the end, you'll be like, wow, that was that. And oh, then I'll be God. like, good for you. Good I'm so happy. You. You're doing it, son. You're winning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck. Well, I think this is the time of the show. The time of the podcast where we recommend stuff to each other for the week to come back to. We can do to. that. We could keep it light this time since we have Thanksgiving. Do one for one unless you had something else in mind. Let's do, uh, do you want to do video games this time or do you want to do anime? Eh, I don't give a shit. <laughs> let's, let's do anime. Oh, God. Unless you had a particular, oh, you know what we didn't talk about? What? Hilux. Oh, Hilux, Hilux. Yeah, we almost completely forgot about Hilux. Yeah, this should be pretty quick because there's really not that much there's to There's not that much about. to talk about. We'll, we'll quickly touch on it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we streamed Hilux um, last Monday on twitch.tv slash the court of fools. And mm-hmm. um, Hilux was a uh, RPG maker game. And it was a very bizarre experience. Overall, bottom line, I really liked it. It was a fun game to play. I don't think it was a fun game to watch. It's not a fun <laughs> game to watch. It isn't. Um, it is hard to look at. <laughs> Uh, it's not a fun. It's. It, I would probably enjoyed it more. Uh, from just watching it, I give it a six out of ten. If I had to give it like a number scale rating, mm-hmm. not something that I would want to. It didn't look very enjoyable. I mean, it's very odd because this guy obviously has a lot of talent. Yeah, but he made a game that looks like weird and ugly as sin in a way, but in other ways, it's impressive. He is mostly getting a six because it took so much energy to put into it. From me, that's what there was a lot of energy put into it. You can tell, like he thought about this, and he decided to go down the route that he went on. Like, yep, this is the aesthetic that I'm doing. Don't really want to give too much away because uh, it's so short. I have a feeling. I think we should play it again. Just finish it up. We might as well. That way, I'm sure I could finish it up in one stream. Yeah, yeah, I think there's only about an hour or two left of it anyways. It seemed like a passion project, and I had a good time with it. Uh, I think it's an overall positive. Uh, And Watching it, it's not enjoyable. Holy Uh, shit, yeah, it is ugly, man. If anybody listens to this and you want to skip it, sure, skip it. But if you want to hear me moan and groan, go ahead. I opened up the walkthrough at one point to speed things along. (laughs) Oh yeah, it was good that you did that. Because I was like, fuck this. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I we can definitely stream it again. I don't have a problem with that. I, I liked it, but it was it was weird and it was artsy. And uh, it had a lot of quippy, fun dialogue. It reminded me a lot of Earthbound. Um, um, which is a game that's a masterpiece. Masterpiece. <laughs> masterpiece. Um, yeah, um, if we're going to talk about games that mm-hmm. uh, well if we're going to talk about recommendations there is a recommendation that i do want to give you okay i'll i'll do, I'll do it tit for tat this is a game and i'm just doing i'm just doing a video game recommendation i don't have an anime recommendation i can't that's think cool of anything with me off man the top of my head the game that i want to recommend to you is one of my favorite since we're on the topic of jrpgs one of my favorite jrpgs of all time and that game is the Legend of Dragoon. Oh, yeah, I know Legend of Dragoon. I've never played it. 
I've, it, I've seen playthroughs of it. It is fucking amazing. Yeah, dude. A five disc game. It is currently. Oh. I have it still. I it have all the makes sense disc. how expensive it was now. Yeah, in my somewhere in my in my mind in the depths of like I knew that it was like one of those games that was super fucking expensive to find. I still have the PlayStation Greatest Hits disc for it. The first time I ever popped it in, it blew my mind because mm. of the stuff that you can do in that game and the stuff that you can miss and the way that story can advance. It's, it is such a refreshing JRPG. Okay. And to, and to me, one of my favorites. Uh, story might be cringy. It's been years since I played. I played it back in my early preteens, so... Okay, um, that sounds amazing. I'd love to do that. Yeah, I, I think that would be an awesome ROM to play. I still yeah. have, uh, like I said, uh, I still have the disc. And if I could, I'd get a PlayStation 3 and play it now. You know, I would be lame and immediately, in response, recommend you Earthbound. Because I know mm -hmm. it's a game that you don't feel too much about or care mm -hmm. about. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I'm going to do something along the similar lines of mm -hmm. Legend of Dragoon uh, okay. for me. Um, it is a game that's also sort of hard to find and got re-released on the GameCube because I was a GameCube kid and it was an N64 kid mm -hmm. um, called Skies of Arcadia Legends. I've heard of this game. Um, I never played it because I didn't have a GameCube. Mm -hmm. It was also on the Sega Saturn, I want to say. Yeah. Also, Monkey Ball came out. Oh, that was man, my other Ball choice. I love Holy Monkey shit. Ball. No, Monkey Ball I don't is amazing. Blame you, man. Monkey Ball is a shit. Monkey Ball Everyone is go amazing. Buy Monkey Ball. What's wrong Everyone with you? Everyone get Monkey Ball. This get is not a joke Ball. for me. I'm dead serious. I Stop love Monkey Ball. Stop listening now and play Monkey Ball. <laughs> I would. Oh, I, I'm actually thinking about getting it on the on the Switch. Yeah, dude. I I saw it out of nowhere. I'm like, holy shit! Is is this happening? Monkey Ball is amazing. I'm I'm so dead serious. I hope you are too. I no, I am. I'm hundred percent. I love no, me Monkey Ball. Monkey really Ball. Good. I could play for twenty billion hours. It's really addicting and it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's your it's, favorite monkey? I don't know, man. It's been so many years. Gone with a baby. Oh, baby is good. Baby is a good choice. Oh, mm-hmm. I've got game. their whines and their cries stuck in my head from all the times <laughs> I fell. Uh, Skies of Arcadia. Okay, looks Skies interesting. Skies of Arcadia. Um, it'd probably be very easy to find a ROM for it. Uh, not a difficult okay. game to find. Looks very interesting. JRPG. I just think it's along a similar vein to Legend of Dragoon, and uh, I'll think I'll keep Earthbound in my pocket for a different day. Okay. Because I, I okay. want you to eventually test the watch for Earthbound, but I don't think that now is the time. There's yeah, I have something else in my pocket. Uh, this is kind of a gem that I wanted to share though was Legends of Dragon because I think there's a lot of people who really don't get how actually good it is. And it's, if anybody ever tunes in like part of it to this. Part of it is that it wasn't the advertising probably didn't go deep enough mm -hmm. into it and mm -hmm. not enough copies were probably made for it. It's like a distribution thing I'd say cuz if if it were through the correct channels uh distributed, it probably would have blown up. But maybe some timing was off. I don't know. I'm not too in tune with the pulse of what happened with Legend of Dragoon when it re released in its first run. But um, hmm. yeah, it's it's one of those games that people talk about and say that's fucking great. It As is. As a Skies of Arcadia, 
I get Skies of Arcadia music stuck in my head constantly. And for me, the way that Cowboy Bebop characters are memorable is the same way that Skies of Arcadia characters are memorable. Hmm. Like, they are just, like, they just nail it for me. And when I look at those characters, they're just home. You know? Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. Interesting. I feel like there's a lot of comparisons we can make between the two. Yes, yes. Yeah, dude. Oh, by the way, um, did you know that Dorohidoro is getting an anime adaptation? Yes, I saw it. The an- the CGI looks trash. Does it? Oh, we man. can We can end it there. We yeah. can end this podcast there. I'll just say this. I'm so okay. excited for Dorohidoro, but I'm yeah. so mad it's getting an... They're doing CGI, Fuck, and the CGI looks nowhere detailed. Have you seen a clip for it? I have. It is not. It, it's pretty bleak. Uh, the Dorohidoro. I mean, when you think about the art style, how are you going to animate it? How are you going to do it? How do you replicate that shit? Not CGI. <laughs> I feel like it's probably a, a similar problem as uh, Berserk 2016. Like, how do you properly adapt Berserk? You're comparing this tons of money? to this. Mm-hmm. To this. And nobody's seen this, but Patrick is. And it's like, He's showing me nah. the first scene. Dorohidoro, and uh the first scene of Dorohidoro, your main character is your boy uh lizard man it is literally a guy who is just a lizard dude wearing leather and he's clamping down on this goon's face and that's that's the first scene that's what draws you into the whole entire thing Um, i need to finish it to be honest we need to talk about Dorohidoro. i haven't finished it is the thing i need to finish it yeah once i do uh, we'll be we'll be aces, but we will talk about it on a later date. Fucking good. It's, it's, it's great. so fucking good. It's, it's fucking so good. fucking. There's good. nothing it's, like it. It's 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 definitely up there for me. There's nothing like Dorohidoro. It is so good. It's it's this great blend of like gory and hilarious. Holy shit! Yeah, but I'll I'll, I'll save my load <laughs> for <Yes>. later. <laughs> yes. Anyways. Patrick's yep. about to go log on to Instagram and do his Hideo Kojima filter. Yep, like a dude. Um, me, I'm just going to turn off all the lights and just sit at my computer until next Sunday. So, <laughs> as I do every week. <laughs> and, you just um, wait for podcast time. That's yep. accurate. <laughs> okay. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Well, thanks everybody. Um, yep. This has been the Court of Fools. Bye, losers. Toodaloo!